sponsored by Amazon. Good morning, Playbookers. I'm Rogu Manovalin. It's budget day in D.C., plus Norfolk Southern CEO heads to Congress. Here are the big things we're watching on Thursday, March 9th. A quick note, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell was hospitalized after tripping and falling during a private dinner on Wednesday night. A McConnell spokesperson said in a statement, he has been admitted to the hospital where he is receiving treatment. A little bit of background here, McConnell, who battled polio as a child and eventually regained full use of his paralyzed left leg, has been known to struggle with climbing stairs, as he told the Associated Press back in 2020. In August of 2019, he fractured his shoulder after tripping and falling on his patio. As politicos, Tanya Snyder reports in this morning's playbook, Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw plans to apologize to the Senate for the East Palestine wreck, according to testimony he plans to deliver before the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee. As Tanya writes, though Norfolk Southern announced a handful of safety improvements earlier this week, and the railroad industry as a whole announced more on Wednesday, they are narrowly tailored to the specific cause suspected in the February 3 derailment, an overheating wheel. As such, they aren't likely to satisfy lawmakers from both parties who are eager to see wholesale changes, such as mandating crew sizes, increasing penalties that can be levied for bad behavior, and requiring railroads to install better brakes. It's the day all of D.C. has been waiting for with bated breath. Around noon, President Joe Biden will release his proposed federal budget. It's worth noting that no one in the White House seriously believes that it will pass through Congress in its current form. In private, administration officials readily admit that they know it's not going anywhere. Here's the question then, why does it matter? Beyond the obvious implications for governing, we're told it'll constitute the crux of Biden's pitch as he's expected to launch his re-election campaign in the near future. We're sure it's purely coincidental that he'll be unveiling the budget in the critical swing state of Pennsylvania. To put it short, it's a messaging exercise. And as such, the White House sees no downside whatsoever to throwing out things that will never pass the Republican-controlled House. The fight is the point. A White House official told us last night that there are essentially four main categories for what the Biden budget will aim to do. One, reduce the deficit by nearly $3 trillion over 10 years. Two, reduce costs for families. Three, protect and strengthen Medicare and Social Security. And four, invest in America. If you ask us, sounds like a re-election pitch. House Republicans have promised to propose a balanced budget. The problem is that in promising not to raise taxes and not to cut Social Security, Medicare, or defense spending, there's just not a lot left to cut to make good on that promise. One person familiar with the administration's thinking told us last night that the White House is trying to beat Republicans into showing that they have no plan because the White House knows that the math does not add up for them. That isn't exactly a secret. A headline in this morning's Financial Times reads, Joe Biden's budget draws fiscal battle lines with Republicans ahead of 2024. Or from Reuters, with the headline, Biden's focus on deficit and budget is targeted at Republicans. Nevertheless, expect Republican outrage over the Biden budget to persist. Even before details of the White House blueprint leaked, Representative Bob Lada, who used to serve on the House Budget Committee, was handing his GOP colleagues little pocket-sized cards 
detailing the rising national debt. But the challenge for Republicans is that they now control the House, and it's not enough to simply oppose the president's budget. They'll soon have to propose and attempt to pass one of their own. While Republicans have blasted Biden for releasing his budget later than usual, budget chair Jody Arrington told Mel Zanona from CNN yesterday that the House GOP may not even release their proposal until May, more than a month after they'd hoped to pass it. Arrington's office soon retracted those statements and claimed he misspoke, but Arrington's prediction of a delayed GOP budget underscores the difficult task ahead for Republicans as they try to come up with a balanced budget that can also muster 218 votes. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House at 11.50 a.m. Eastern. President Joe Biden will depart the White House to head to Philadelphia. At 2.30, Biden will deliver remarks on his fiscal year 2024 budget. And at 4 p.m., Biden will depart Philly to head back to the White House. Vice President Kamala Harris has nothing on her public schedule today. The Senate will meet at 10 a.m. to resume consideration of Daniel Werfel's nomination to be IRS commissioner, with a vote on confirmation at 11.30 a.m., followed by judicial confirmation notes. The Environment and Public Works Committee will hold a hearing on the Norfolk Southern train derailments at 10 a.m. The House will meet at 10 a.m. to resume consideration on various legislation, with first and last votes expected at 4 p.m. The Intelligence Committee will hold a hearing on global threats at 10 a.m. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Rogu Manavalan. Have a good Thursday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. All employees should have the opportunity and tools to grow their careers, regardless of where they start. That's why Amazon offers a range of free training programs designed to help move into higher paying roles within Amazon. Learn more at aboutamazon.com.